and welcome back to yet another episode of Killing the Stream. I'm your host, Kenny Darter. Look, I'm going to give it to you straight here. Week 14 was tough. Really tough. It was a sledgehammer to the eye socket, actually. And trust me, I've seen that happen at a fantasy draft. It's not pretty. But that's what happens when two guys want the Seattle defense in the fourth round. It can't be helped. Anyway, Peyton Manning and Jimmy Graham both flamed out last week. Big time. Again. There's apparently a team in the NFL called the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. And on this team, there's apparently a quarterback called Blake Bortles. Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Anyway, this Bortles character outscored Peyton Manning. What a disaster. But look, listeners, killers of the stream, as committed as you are, I can't set your lineups for you. I can get on here and give you some of the deepest, best analysis in all of fantasy football. But I can't make that final call for you. If you went ahead and played Jimmy and played Peyton over Aaron Rodgers and Rob Gronkowski, that's on you. Not me. For it's Rodgers and it's Gronkowski who are clearly, far and away, the best options for those who want to put the stream in some Eastern European CIA black hole. I don't know what to tell you if you went ahead and did not draft Gronk and did not draft Rodgers. They are the true stream killers. Not Jimmy, and definitely not Peyton. I've said this for months. No one listened. And now your fantasy season is nothing but a pile of ash. You get Gronk. You get Rodgers. You win. Boom, boom, boom. We'll be back. Fantasy Football Podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback defense tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and I'm, of course, joined by my lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, I'm uh, I'm over here drowning my sorrows in uh, in corn, mostly. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, corn corn is your go-to. My my go-to is is mostly lots of alcohol. Right, right. Which I hear that you you needed some after a uh, a bad beat last week. The the worst. I I'm I'm seriously dubbing 
week 14 of, of 2014 as the worst fantasy football week of my entire life. It was it was so daily was bad. Was da- daily was bad for you too, I believe. Yep. Daily was bad, but the worst. Th- so everyone who listens to this podcast probably knows that. Uh, you know, three or four weeks ago, I want to say it was. I traded Ryan Matthews and Tony Romo for Drew Brees. I I did it, and, and I think at the time, logically, after I explained myself, it made sense because the rest of my team was so loaded. I could I could trade those guys and still be fine. And Drew Brees had an unbelievable playoff schedule. Yeah, and I think you acquitted yourself nicely after the trade. I think that you yeah. explained it. I I was you you brought me on your side after first I threatened to quit the podcast and move mm-hmm. to the mountains, uh, uh, but I did not. And I think that it was a good trade. Yeah. So this is my my home league, my keeper league, the big one, the one that I care about most. It's our twelfth year, and. Uh, I've won three championships. I should throw that out there. This this would have been my fourth, but I had a bad beat. I had the worst beat. So obviously Drew Brees didn't perform. I also have Jimmy Graham in that league, who we hate. Who we hate. I, the only, I didn't draft him. I mean, I did, but he was a key, he was a cheap keeper from when he broke out. Uh, so I have Jimmy Graham as well. I also had Matt Forte, so that was great. Uh, I had DeAndre Hopkins. That wasn't great this week. I played the 49ers defense against the Raiders, who put up zero points. That's unreal. unreal. What happened, What happened? why it was the worst beat ever is because I was completely out of it, naturally, going into the Monday night game. Because uh, literally every one of my team, I had Drew Brees, Shane Vereen, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Jimmy Graham, the 49ers defense, and Shane Graham, who missed that field goal. Um so my, my my whole team was just was just dreadful. I mean, every single guy underperformed on my team going into into Monday night. But if you notice, I left out two players because this is the team that I have that was stacked in a fourteen team league, mm-hmm. and I had Jordy Nelson and Julio Jones going into Monday night. How they how they do? Well, well, Denny, they scored enough points to make me lose by one point nine. No. So the fantasy gods basically said, "Ha ha, we're gonna screw you because you traded for Drew Brees when you went against everything you've ever written about." And you had Jimmy Graham. We're gonna screw you again, and we're gonna we're gonna give you the hope with five minutes to go in the game that you're gonna win this contest because Julio Jones is going off. But no, no, we're gonna injure Julio Jones's hip. Uh, man, that it is, was it was the worst. Uh, it was so bad. That is, it was so bad. Such a gut punch. I mean, so you you were down by seventy. I was down by yeah, I was a little bit over seventy, and and they because we get we also get two plus points for a forty yard touchdown, so wow. forty plus yard touchdown. So there were a couple of those because Jordy had the one and Julio had the one. Um, like the, the worst part about it too was I have Julio in another league that where I had a buy, and then I in in our Apex league where we both lost in the Apex league, correct? I refuse to acknowledge what happened there, but yes, yes, yes. So there's an yeah, we're in this apex league, and and that didn't go well because I all I needed was Eddie Lacy to outscore Julio Jones. Eddie Lacy scores two touchdowns. You would think that I would win that game. Yeah, not close. I mean, not even close. I lost by like eighty nine. Yeah, uh, or or like sixteen or something. But <laughs> yeah, some, something like yeah, that. But it was yeah. still just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I went into that game down twenty. I'm sorry, up twenty. With the Packers defense and uh, Sal, our good friend Sal, uh, took uh, Jordy Nelson and beat me in the head until I no longer had a functioning head. And 
and uh, I lost by like 19 or something. Yeah, it's it, it's just like like that Monday night was just the most tilting thing in the world. And I I have a feeling that we could see something like that again this Monday night. Yeah. No, you like it's it's gonna happen again. Yeah, you're and right. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, oh. Especially because I have Jay Cutler in like every league that I have still going. Oh, oh my. Well, I mean, Cutler, you know, could go full decaf, or he could probably put up those great. I mean, he was a top five, top six quarterback last week. Yeah, yeah, it was great. You, yeah, that's a, another thing. Uh, entering last week, I really played down. Colin Kaepernick, which ended up being correct, but I also played down Cam Newton in the same breath, oh. so that was bad. That was pretty bad. Uh, but that 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 performance that he had was as unpredictable as the one where uh, he had against Cincinnati right. back in October. Um, I mean, who who can see that coming after such dismal play? I, I yeah, guess. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a process over results thing. It's the same. I mean, like in the end. By the way, in that same league that I just explained, I I, I started DeAndre Hopkins over Julian Edelman. So I would have I would have won if I would have played Edelman. But like at the same time, you just you're not going to bench DeAndre Hopkins against Jacksonville for Julian Edelman after what DeAndre Hopkins did the week prior. I mean, yeah, you're just not going to do that. So. Yeah, it was just just a rough week all around. I'm just so glad that it's over. And I, you know, like an hour ago, finally the DraftKings lineups disappeared, so I don't have to stare at them anymore. Oh, yeah. That's the worst feeling oh. when you're when you just had the worst week ever, and you're trying to build another lineup to get over it, and and you just stare at your old lineups. Yeah, you're staring at the lineup like. So at some point in the not too distant <laughs> past, I looked at this lineup and said, "This." Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is a solid cash lineup that scored what? That scored no? How many points? I I I mean like like I actually played a lot of Stedman Bailey last week in cash games. Like why 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 is that happening? I, I'm just, I, uh, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I had uh I had Fred Jackson in a lot of cash games, and I thought that uh, yeah I thought that seeing uh, 36 targets would do something, but apparently not. Yeah, that was that was pretty ridiculous too. We did we did talk about the, that though on the podcast last week about how he could get yeah get a lot of catches. Probably gonna be the same thing for him this week actually. Yeah, I I like him. Except there's except there's a, an actual porous uh, rush defense as opposed to Denver, who's who's pretty decent. Yeah. Well, um, uh, <clears throat> streaming defense wise, it was not a bad day for for anyone who avoided the Saints. Really. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, they um, so we, the, the our streamers from last week were uh, the, uh, the the Vikings, the Vikings, uh, the Saints, of course, who were a disaster, thirty second overall. Um, and uh, what was my third one? The Rams. The Rams. The Rams, who scored twenty seven points against Washington, first overall. Um, the uh, top six streaming scores from last week. It, it was it wasn't as as good as it's been lately, but. Uh, uh, it it actually uh, three of the top uh, six streaming scores were top ten defenses, so yeah, um, that worked out uh, okay. Uh, Very <clears throat> solid. And the Vikings were top five. Just to throw that out there as well. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. I when when, when so the Vikings picked off for for those who who didn't uh, see this, the Vikings picked off Geno Smith's first pass of the game for a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, pick six now. At that point, I- did you uh, did you do did you extrapolate that then while you were watching the game? Yeah, because I was I was prepared for 175 fantasy points from them. No, I, I mean I I actually uh, had at that point in the minutes after that pick six had convinced myself 
Minnesota is going to score 50 fantasy. <laughs> yeah. 50. And, so, you know, lo and behold, uh, the Jets offense looks downright functional uh, right. for, for the entire game after that. I mean, mm-hmm. anyway, that was annoying. Um, but, yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, the, the Jets had a safety. The Jets' defense wasn't that bad either I, in that game. I know, yeah. And, and the Vikings, uh, I ended up with 14 fantasy points, which, you know, ranked fourth, but not 50. Yeah. I don't know if. Yeah, yeah, we'll ever see that. But um, but just to get into my week uh, 15 plays, uh, the highest streaming score, and you can see all my defensive streaming scores uh, on thefakefootball.com if you'd like to check it out. Uh, the uh, top two scores go to the Giants, who uh, play Washington at home, and the Ravens, who play uh, the Jaguars in Baltimore. Uh, I, I feel like it's cheating to recommend the Ravens' defense here because they're such an obvious play and such a fantastic play floor-wise, ceiling-wise, in any way that you can describe it, really. They're available, uh, well, before wa- uh, wi- waiver wires processed, they were available in almost 60% of leagues. So Yeah, it's crazy. I think that has to do maybe with some recent uh, disappointing performances, with their banged-up secondary with uh with uh, uh nata being out um, right. uh with the uh, sp- uh, suspension i it doesn't matter uh none of that matters uh i got some questions on on um on twitter today saying uh how are you so confident in baltimore after they've been so bad uh against the pass mm-hmm. okay yeah, i think if you're thinking beyond the two words blake and bortles Right here, I think that you're over you're overthinking your uh, selection, your choice. Well, and also Denard Robinson's now out for the year. Yeah, I mean that's they, that's an, another knock on on the Jaguars' potential prospects if they even had any. You know, right, right. It, I mean, it's not. It really doesn't even. It really doesn't matter that much. But I guess if if that's if that puts anyone over the edge and, and yeah. lets you feel good about starting Baltimore, then there's there's that as well. Yeah, uh, and and I'm just going to rattle off uh, the point totals that the Jaguars have given up to opposing defenses on the road. Uh, uh, 14, 19, 11, 12, uh, 7, which is a weird one, and uh, and 15. Who was the 7, by seven the way? 7 is Cincinnati, you remember? Oh, that's right, that's, yeah, right, that's ba- right. The Bengals basically did nothing against... Yeah, that was such a dumb game. Yeah. Je- but that Jeremy Hill did get that like 65-yard touchdown, I remember. That was, that was fun. Um, but yeah, so, uh, anyway, don't overthink it. Baltimore is my number one play overall this week. Uh, if they're for, if they're somehow, uh, out there, you get them and you play them. If you got them in, uh, um, if you claim them off of waiver wires, uh, today, then good for you. You're, you're playing them. The giants, uh, get Washington RG three starting, you know, I don't know if I have to go beyond that at this point. Uh, that team is a mess, uh, on, on every level. Uh, and I just don't know there. I just can't imagine the scenario in which they put a functioning uh, offense onto the field uh, yeah. in that one. So the Giants defense is not good, but who cares? It doesn't matter. No. And finally, uh, the Titans are my last pick. And uh, I would definitely put them below the Ravens and Giants defense. Um, uh, but uh, they have the the second highest uh, streaming score of the week. Uh, they're playing the Jets at home. I mean, do the Titans have a great home field advantage in front of like the forty five people who still come to their games? 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that that's questionable. That's that's tough. It's tough to it's tough to gauge if you if you've watched if you've seen like you know Titans games on Red Zone a little bit here and there recently. It's like the it's like the saddest thing in the NFL. Yeah, there were more Steeler fans at that game than Titans fans whenever they played on Monday night. I. I can't, I I don't doubt that. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. You mean a, a few weeks ago? Yeah. 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 That. So, so uh, you know, I don't. It, it, the home field thing. Take it or leave it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really uh, blame anyone for playing the Jets defense instead of the Titans. But I'm I'm going by streaming score, and that dictates that the Titans Titans are the play. Um, so uh, I, I I would say uh, definitely the Ravens top, Giants second. Uh, and then the Titans, their Titans are out there on, on like 85% of waiver wire. So you can get that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, before I get into the quarterback streamers of the week, Denny, do you want to talk about our sponsor? Yes, of course. Uh, it's Sportable. You can find them at sportable.is. Uh, you can also uh, check out their Twitter account uh, at Sportable NFL. Uh, they, they had a lot of really good um, uh, DFS breakdowns headed into uh, headed into week 14 that um, helped me uh, sort of uh, eliminate some some options that I had been considering. Uh, they are also sending out their weekly uh, daily fantasy uh, email with uh, with a lot of great picks, a, a lot of uh, really solid insight uh, from our guy Rich Rebar. So check it out. It's at Sportable NFL on the Twitter and Sportable that is on the various internets. Yes, yes, I love Sportable. I don't even get paid to say that I love Sportable. That's just an addition. Yeah, exactly. Um, last week, quarterbacks. Uh, we had Sean Hill as our number one guy. Uh, he finished. He, he was fine. He had 16.5 fantasy points. It was a solid day. Both touchdowns to our boy Jared Cook. Uh, he, he, he was, yeah. That, that that connection probably made you like eat a ton of corn. Oh, yeah. No, there was so, so much corn being consumed. I... I well, I, I tweeted that you know, uh, you know Sean Hill to Jared Cook pants are off. So I'll yeah, yeah pants are off. Yeah, I'll That's just I, I'll just leave it at that for everyone. Yeah, just Denny Denny loved loved eating corn while watching that connection last weekend. Um, so he was he was a QB seventeen. So that was fine. Uh, it was a hot, pretty high scoring week for quarterbacks. But one guy who didn't uh, score a lot of fantasy points was was uh, Peyton Manning. That was fun. Oh, I can't believe I can't believe we didn't even intro with that this week. Well, I mean, you know, Darter's all broken up about it, but yeah, we just let him yeah. let him do the talking. But, so uh, it's understandable. Yeah, so Peyton Manning uh, was scored less than everyone not named Brian Hoyer and Zach Mettenberger. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That's it was so good. <laughs> it just it, like like I feel terrible for people who draft who. Well, I don't really feel that terrible for people who drafted Peyton Manning, but. I mean, it does have to suck. I, I uh, after that game, like when it was when it was official that he had not thrown a touchdown and had only gone, he only threw twenty passes overall. I felt like, I felt like getting into a, a baseball stadium and going and high fiving the fans, you know, like <laughs> victory lap, like like a Cal Ripken victory lap, like yeah, yeah, hey, hey, how about, yeah, how about those streamers? Yeah. Hey, here we go, here we go. Yeah. The, the way that I the way that I actually told people how my week went, it was a great week for my career. Great week for my career. But it was a terrible week for my personal fantasy life. Oh, well, it, the worst. The, that story 
that story made me uh, throw up a little bit in my mouth. Your bad. Yeah, hands. I I actually I didn't I I throw up threw up out of my mouth. You exorcist vomited. I did. <laughs> exorcist vomited all over my living room watching <laughs> Julio Jones go to the sideline with a hip injury. I, I call that Monday night just for the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Sean Hill QB seventeen. Uh, solid week from him. Uh, he actually outscored Drew Brees and Peyton Manning combined, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick was another guy that I really wasn't that high on on the podcast. Uh, you know, I, I think that he basically did what we kind of talked about him doing, which was a, a reasonably high floor, but maybe not the ceiling that people would think against a Jacksonville team. Really, the only reason he did anything was because he had that rushing touchdown. So without that, he would have been in really bad shape. But he ended up as the QB 21 uh, a little over 13 fantasy points. And then Kyle Orton, DGAF Orton, with a with a QB 12 performance, a little over 20 points. I mean, that that was that was that that just goes to show what volume and what what you can do against a Denver a Denver offense. 57 pass attempts. Yeah, exactly. Uh so, you know, I think that was a key. That's what we've been bringing up a lot on the podcast the last few weeks is how many pass attempts the Denver defense faces. Uh, unfortunately, we, when we used the uh, the quarterback against them, it was Alex Smith, and he just didn't have an opportunity to throw any passes because C.J. Anderson just completely destroyed that that front seven. Yes, yes, he did. That was so bad. Um, and then before I get into the quarterback streamers for week 15, we did uh, Heath Miller was our top streaming tight end. Uh, he scored a touchdown. He was a 9.1 tight end 13 in PPR leagues. Uh, and Kyle Rudolph just continues to not take advantage of good matchups. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph is uh, the most annoying tight end in, in the NFL. Well, I think you said it. I mean, he's he's a tease, you know. Like, yeah. he's just he's totally unreliable on every level, and I hate I hate having to stream him sometimes. Yeah, he's just like a, a movie trailer without ever watching the movie. Well, without the movie even being made. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just a movie trailer. It's just a yeah. It's, it's just like a. Like a pretty good movie trailer, not awesome, but like a trailer where you're like, "Wow, I'd like to see that." And then someone's like, "Yeah, you know that they never made that movie, right?" <laughs> right, right, exactly. And then like everyone, everyone is excited for that movie. They just never make it. Yeah, okay, well, I guess yeah. we'll move on then to yeah. Charles Clay. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Um, all right, let's get into quarterback streamers this week. Uh, the number one streamer has to be Johnny Manziel. Finally, yes, finally. Um, I know that that we did have the big debate with with Davis Maddock, um, and you were on Maddock's side, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, but you know that's just me swinging for the fences, like like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, you know, I think the difference is that you're not really you're not investing anything. You're getting him off the waiver wire, which is why he's a top streaming option. Rather than the discussion we had in the preseason was was his actual draft equity, right? Um, so it's a lot different, uh, but, but I do think Manziel is the top streaming option this week in a week that really doesn't feature a lot of obvious plays. Um, which is why I think, you know, if, if Eli is out there, so let me say this, would you play Eli or Johnny Manziel this week before I even get into this analysis? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm playing both Eli and Mark Sanchez over Manziel. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's about where I'm at as well. Uh, but Eli is not really a streaming option anymore. So, uh, Manziel's the man. Uh, the Bengals have been good against the pass and, and against uh, opposing quarterbacks this season. Prior to last week, no quarterback ranked higher than 11th against them in a single week since Andrew Luck in Week 7. Uh, so they were pretty strong. Uh, but the, the idea here is that we all know Manziel's upside with his legs. Uh, and the Bengals have actually 
you know, we, we watch them. They've played basically two mobile quarterbacks, I would, I would categorize them as. Mobile meaning they run more often than the average quarterback in the league. And that was Cam Newton in that overtime game where he had over 100 yards rushing against the Bengals. Yeah. Um, and then Jake Locker had, had 50 wow. against the Bengals. I didn't know that. That's a good sign. Yeah, so, so that's a good sign. You know, you have a Bengals rush defense that's been horrible this season, just completely terrible, completely porous. You can take advantage of that, that ground game. Uh, I expect the the Browns to not throw the ball a whole lot, but that doesn't really matter with Johnny Manziel. Um, I think his floor is decent because of that, and I think people are going to be turned off because of a potential low floor. Uh, but if you know, it's very very possible that he's going to like. I would I would say that fifty to sixty yards rushing is what we should expect from him this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say that that just you know lock in fifty yards rushing because that seems a little presumptuous, but. Uh, Let's put it this way: fifty yards would not shock me. Seventy yards would not shock me yeah. on, on the ground. You know, you get up past that, and uh, you should be shocked by any quarterback who, who goes goes beyond that. But yeah, I think he has a very safe. Look. I, I had a question though about the the Bengals against quarterbacks. They're they're facing thirty nine passes a game, and only the Broncos see more passes per game. I can't really figure out why that that is because it's not like they're great against the run, and they're forcing people to pass it all day. I think one of it or part of it might be the fact that uh, they've. I think they have the most drives in the NFL of three or fewer plays. Oh, I see. Okay. So they're scoring quickly, and then the other the opposing. That that's my. That's just a random that's, statistic that I had in the back of my head. It's got to be something. I mean, thirty thirty nine passes per per game against is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and it's it's strange too because it's not like that's the way you attack that defense. No, yeah. I mean, uh, the Steelers showed how you attack it last week. You just gouge it with the run. Yeah. Yeah. You just use you just use the machine, Le'Veon Bell. Yes, I, he's not human. That's for sure. He's definitely not. Um, so yeah, I think I think Manziel is the top guy this week. I'm playing him for what it's worth. In I'm in six playoff games this weekend and. I have him as my second quarterback in a two QB one and a in my starter in another. So I'm in it with you guys as well. Six playoff games. God, who are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> the next guy uh, is D Gaff Orton. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like I like Kyle Orton again this week. Um, over the last three weeks, Green Bay has allowed nineteen point six points to Teddy Bridgewater. Seven, over almost 18 to Tom Brady, and then obviously last week against Matt Ryan, it was uh, over 31 points. Um, the secondary, according to Number Fire Metrics, uh, has been slipping and now ranks 22nd against the pass because they were they were actually like middle of the road halfway through the year. Sure. Um, the they faced uh, the 11th most passing plays in the league this year, so that's not a terrible thing. Um, and, and the defense as well hasn't played nearly as well on the road as it has at home which is important. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing that I realized today too is that Orton's Orton's kind of been a fringe QB1 or like a low-end QB1 in every single plus matchup that he's faced this year. Uh, the only game where he didn't rank in the top 16 at quarterback uh, in a given week this season came against Detroit, and or the only games, I should say, came against Detroit and Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two teams at the time had, had top pass defense in the league. And then uh, he also didn't do perform very well against Cleveland, but Cleveland now has a top five secondary in the NFL as well. So essentially, every every plus matchup he's had, he's he's performed really well. 
Yeah, and I mean, you just you hope that you know game flow like last week dictates that Orton continues to throw a lot. Right, uh, and we and we saw last week that that they're not going to be like I'm fine. He's going to check down to Fred Jackson like 15 times in this game. Yeah, I mean, you know, why not? I, uh, I my my one worry there is that the Buffalo defense is actually really good, and the Packers are not going to you know uh, score 24 points in the first half. Right, you know, like like they've been wanting to do lately. So um, that's the one. But but you know what? I don't. I I really try not to base uh, decisions on game flow. So yeah, yeah, because it's, it's it's tough to predict that. Um, but I think the the Packers are only what like five point favorites in that game. Uh, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, because I mean it's on the road, so naturally you do that. But that's still yeah, that's still not an insane spread considering what the Packers have been doing. Oh sure. Uh, I mean, if it was in Green Bay, it would be a completely different story. But but still, um, so yeah, I think I think Orton's a pretty good option this week. Uh, the last guy I want to mention before I'll throw out just two random ones uh, after him as well. Uh, but the last guy is Jake Locker. Um, I, you, yeah, I know it's gonna make you feel feel really sick. Like this this will make you exorcist vomit in your living room. <laughs> Um, so, so Locker obviously has the ability to run the football, which we've seen, which I mentioned earlier in the podcast against the Bengals. Um, only Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr have ranked worse than 15th against the Jets this year in fantasy football. Wow. Like that's, that's terrible. That's so bad. Uh, everyone outside of Tannehill has thrown at least one touchdown. Ben Roethlisberger threw one and then everyone outside of Ben and Tannehill have thrown two or more touchdowns against the Jets. Um, I think the big, you know, the the rough part about starting Locker is that he doesn't really have his weapons there, uh, or lack thereof. I mean, it's 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 Kendall Wright and Justin Hunter. Um, I, I don't know what's what the deal is with Kendall Wright though, as as I'm saying this. Um, yeah, I don't either. But you know, even if he doesn't go, I still think I it, it, this is more of a desperation play. I would much rather play Orton or Manziel over Jake Locker. Uh, and also, just to throw out the other two guys, I would I would play Alex Smith over Locker if you need a floor. Uh, I actually wrote in my 15 transactions article that playing Alex Smith is like driving with a helmet on. <laughs> it's just that's the 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 easiest way to describe it. Right. Um, and he's no longer Jesus, by the way. I he's know just... you took the title away from. Him. I think that that helmet, that driving with a helmet on thing, is a, is a is a cleaned up version of. Uh, uh, Drew Dinkmeyer's um, yeah. zero condom. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Alex Smith hasn't been the same as he was last year. The, the wide receiving group is just so bad, and the way that they're calling plays is just so frustrating. Um, and I mean, he's never been that great. He's not getting the same rushing yards that he did last year. No. Um, so you know, all that put together, he's he's it's he's playing against Oakland, who he scored like seventeen and a half fantasy points against the last time they were out. He threw a couple touchdown passes. Um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not overly high on Alex Smith this week, and It's kind of impossible to like, no, like being high on Alex Smith is like an oxymoron. No, his, that, the floor that we, that we've always been so excited about for him is just not really there anymore. Yeah. It's a ceiling. It's like Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I will say that, uh, Locker in, in, uh, uh, when he came in for Mettenberger last week was kind of up to his old ways. I know he threw a pick like mm-hmm. right, right away, like his first pass, but um, he was a nine for 11 for 81 yards, uh, which is, which is fine. But he also uh, rushed twice for 28 yards. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that this Titans jets game has sneaky, crazy fantasy potential. 
Yeah, it could be really interesting. I just, I know that that sounds like, I I know that the whole thing, the whole game is just a dumpster fire. Everybody's going to get fired after the season. Everybody stinks on both sides of the ball. But two teams going through the motions, terrible defenses. You know, I'm I'm intrigued. Let's just put it that way. I'm intrigued by this game. And I think that Locker makes a great uh, Hail Mary in like a a huge field tournament in, in DFS. Yeah. I also I also should mention there's there's a a couple other guys that I would kind of throw in that Locker Alex Smith group. Uh, one of them is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I would play pretty confidently if Vontae Davis is out. Um, if, if Vontae doesn't play, I, I could see it just I could see him throwing a lot of passes against against the Colts, who are who are clearly going to score points. Sure, sure. Um, so I, I do like Fitzpatrick, uh, and then you know I can't I can't uh, not say Derek Anderson. I have I, to throw have to throw him out there against Tampa Bay. I mean, and he was good and pretty good in Week One, right? Yeah, and that was at, that was at Tampa. I mean, I don't know if that makes. <laughs> that yeah. Really, no one wins at Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what he did in Tampa Bay, guys. Right, he went into a place with with freaking uh, pirate ships. Uh, yeah, I don't know how he did it. Shooting cannonballs at the opponents. No idea how he did it. And he, no idea. And he, and he put up twenty points. I mean, how does that? You know, how do you even do that? Yeah, that that so that Cam Newton accident happened like less than a mile from my where I live. What? Yeah, it, like literally, because I can see the stadium from my apartment, and um, it was right outside the stadium. It was this across a bridge. If if his car, like it was a bridge that goes over an interstate, and if his car, like I can't imagine, like his car could have flipped onto the freaking interstate. Oh my god! The the way that they're depicting what happened. Right. Um, and I promise you that I, I had nothing to do with it and because I, I'm in a 2QB league playoff and I've basically been streaming my second quarterback spot ever since Carson Palmer got hurt and I, I picked up Derek Anderson. Well, I mean, you picked up Derek Anderson after you looked out the window and you saw Cam Newton's car on its, on its side, yeah, right? Yeah, that was, that was seriously crazy though. Like that was, that was really insane that that, that, that had happened. It, it brought back uh, Ben Roethlisberger motorcycle memories. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That that's when the whole city of Pittsburgh shut down that day because I was still living in Pittsburgh then. Right. What, what was wrong with him? Did he have a back thing or a, what was it? Yeah, an everything thing. He like almost died. One of his art, like, like it was just it was insane. Wow. Okay. Well, I I don't. He smashes smashed his head against the windshield and like they had to do emergency surgery. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really, really bad. Okay. And the whole city, like, I've never seen because you know how Pittsburgh is with their sports, and like, yeah, the the whole like every news station. Literally, I'm not even kidding. The entire night, that's all that people talked about. Did they stop? Like, for, they... Forget, forget, forget everything else other than Ben Roethlisberger. Did they stop making pierogies for one night? Never. Oh, okay. Never, Denny. Okay. I had pierogies the other night for dinner. Oh man, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. I love some pierogies. Uh, all right. So basically. Uh, I'll group Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith, Derek Anderson, and Jake Locker. Uh, I just featured Jake Locker because I need to give him some love uh, into one group. And then I'd put Kyle Orton a little bit ahead of them. And then I'd put Johnny Menzel at the top. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, I like it a lot. Cool. All right. You want to give a tight end recommendation? Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit on the cheap side, but I just feel like it needs to be said. Uh, Jordan Cameron is out there in uh, 46% of Yahoo leagues, uh, and uh, and and like almost 60% of NFL.com leagues. Um, that seems to be sort of a, a trend there. Uh, 
if he's out there, I I mean I I see him as I have him ranked as my sixth best tight end play of of the week. Um, he plays a a Bengals team that has some of the worst cover linebackers and safeties uh, in the league. And you, I mean, on this show, we've mentioned many times, you know, you target the Bengals defense with your tight end. Um, they've been better of late, um, but you know, uh, Cameron let's not forget was, was an elite play when he was getting quality and voluminous targets uh, in that Browns offense. I think that, you know, the upgrade from Hoyer to Manziel is, is huge, obviously for him and for, and for Josh Gordon. Um, And I think that this is, this is a, the, a week, the, maybe the week that, that Cameron reminds us, you know, how, how good he can be in the right situation. So um, I, I, I I'm not in any leagues where he's on the waiver wire, but uh, I'm sure that somebody listening out there, at least one person, <laughs> sees Cameron yeah. on the wire, grab him and and play him. Yeah, I I forgot to intro the tight end section of the podcast by welcoming Jimmy Graham owners. I mean, is it is that too much to say? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've I honestly today on Twitter I saw a lot of I want to bench Jimmy Graham for the guy that I'm about to talk about. I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Uh, so, yeah, Jared Cook, is he's he's the, the Arizona Cardinals killer. Um, he has, over the, in the three games that he's played uh, against the Cardinals as a Ram, uh, he has 19 targets, 12 receptions, 274 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, and hashtag never forget the, the week one of last year. Never forget. Never. Where he had where he had seven catches, 141 yards, and two scores. I think, never. I think you mean 285 yards and five touchdowns. That's, yeah. that's how I remember it anyway. Yeah, that game was insane. Everyone, because everyone was so excited about Jared Cook because he's a he's he's a, he's an athlete, and <laughs> every everyone was just so excited about Jared Cook, and then he he didn't he literally like that was I think that game was like. 20% or 25% of his fantasy production last year. Yeah, he did not he did nothing after that. Nothing. Yeah. So, I think Jared Cook's a good play this week. Uh he's he's a, a strong go-to of the on the podcast. We got to bring him on on the show sometime after Niles Paul. Maybe both of them on I the would, same show. I would faint. I would faint. Uh Yeah. Uh so uh just just as a, a quick side note on Cook, he's seeing uh five and a half targets a game with Sean Hill uh at the Yeah. End. So, uh, you know, it's not a ton. I mean, it'd be nice if he got a little more, uh, uh, a few more targets a game. But can't I just don't know. You can't complain about five and a half. And he also is really uh, involved in the red zone, which uh, is kind of a new thing for him. And it makes sense because he's this giant body that no one can really cover. Yeah. I should throw in, I like, Scott Chandler last week had a crazy, crazy good game. Uh, I didn't write anything up. I have nothing in my notes about scott chandler but i just remembered that he's a thing um <laughs> yeah i do i love scott chandler he's such a he's such a dad runner oh, he's the daddiest yeah he is such a dad runner it's so awesome oh my god wait so like what's better what's better than playing scott chandler in the fantasy football playoffs with 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 kyle Orton? what stack them guys yeah stack them or just go to the local park and watch a dad run around for, for <laughs> yeah, a little while and you'll get live scott chandler action yeah um uh, yeah, Chandler had eight catches for 81 yards last week. What the? How, how did that happen? Yeah, I know. Someone play. I played against him last week. Ugh. I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. I hate fantasy football. Uh, I would, but too, if I were you. 
Yeah, thanks. So, so <laughs> Chandler, Chandler, I think could just be a volume play, which is basically what you're looking for at tight end. Yeah, I, I actually really quick. I wrote an article on tight ends on Numberfire uh, yesterday, and you know how we're all thinking like tight end sucks this year, right? Like that's sure. basically the gist. Yeah. What what I what I noticed was if you just extrapolate the final seasons or final games of the season, uh, the tight end position is actually scoring very similar to how it's been since 2009. Um, but what's different is that there's more quarterback scoring, so it's it's more of a perception thing. It's more of an expectation thing. We just we see that quarterbacks are, are doing more and wide receivers are scoring more, but the tight end position is still the same. So because of that, I think that our expectations are just higher, but they're not matching those expectations. I that's a that's a really good. Uh, you should have you tweeted that out. I did. I'll tweet it out again uh, yeah. later tonight. But yeah, that it was kind of interesting, just because I think um, like and it's not top heavy either. Like Rob Gronkowski's not doing anything different than what we've seen from elite tight ends in the past. It's it's literally the same kind of thing. We we if we were to take the first five weeks of the season, let's say, yeah. and and use that data, then yeah, the, the tight end position would be a lot better this year, just because like we had Julius Thomas going off and Antonio Gates going off and all these players, um, and even Kelsey. Uh, but you know, I I think that that all of this tight end talk um, is mostly due to expectation. Yeah, and uh, it's just another. I think that's another example of a uh, a common uh narrative in fantasy football being uh, completely wrong. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, I just think that it I think that if something is a very uh co- you know is is a repeated narrative that you hear over and over across the spectrum that that that's the sort of thing that you should check out and I so good good job with that. Yeah. And, and you know I think it's the same kind of deal that that we run across with elite quarterback play yeah. where we people assume that they can't have bad games um and the 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 problem that we're seeing is that the bad games from a guy like Peyton Manning is coming at the worst times but you know that's part of regression that's part of just what happens it just didn't come I mean Peyton Manning also probably has a weaker arm right now and, and is is showing his age perhaps um yeah I mean but the, the eye the eye test is not good just, no right yeah. right so I, I just I, you know in, in general though I, I I think what this perhaps what these playoff performances from Drew Brees and Peyton Manning show is that those quarterbacks do have bad weeks. It, it does happen. Um, yeah. The only, you know, obviously you can have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Andrew Luck, um, but Aaron Rodgers started the season slow. If we, we cannot forget that Andrew Luck is, is really the only argument that you can make right now. Uh, but again, like we always talk about, there's a cost to that. It, well, and, and he, and he went in the second tier of quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. Right. It was, you know, Andrew, Andrew Luck is a total outlier this year. Um, and I give, you know, people who own Andrew Luck, they're they're feeling good. Oh, I'm, I can't deny that. No, and, and good for them. I mean, you you didn't have to pay the Peyton price and you got Peyton plus 20% production or yeah, you, 10% production. Yeah. Yeah. You basically got Peyton Manning and Austin Davis all in one quarterback. Oh, okay. I just, it took me a second, but yes. Yeah. All right, let's get to questions, Denny. Actually, I'll just recap who we just talked about, just uh, in case people forgot. Okay. Uh, Jared Cook and Jordan Cameron. Uh, quarterback, we have Manziel, number one. Kyle Orton, number two. And then in this bottom tier, we have Jake Locker, Alex Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Derek Anderson. Um, and then defenses this week, we have the Giants, Ravens, and Titans. Yep. Sweet. All right, we got a lot of questions like we did last week. Hopefully, we don't embarrass ourselves, or hopefully, I don't embarrass myself. I did that that Sports Wonderkin podcast yesterday, and somehow 
I was the one who had to read read Twitter handles and tweets. That's because you're so good at it. <laughs> this is the worst part of the show, Denny. <laughs> no, it's the best. This is where I love it. this is this is where we we tell our secrets and it's embarrassing. And I can't. And this is when I I show everyone that I can't read. I am pretty sure people just skip through the first thirty five minutes. Of the podcast <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. It's like what what stupid thing are they gonna say this time? Ha. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. This is always where, like, the, the title of the podcast is spawned. And it will happen again. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, the first one's from our buddy Drew Dinkmeyer. He asks what uh, our, but probably more so your, favorite corn podcast is. <laughs> Do you have an answer to that, Denny? Uh, there's Corn Delight on NPR. Uh, oh, okay. okay. It, uh, it, they, it, it's not a podcast, it's a show. It's uh, 3.30 a.m. Um, Eastern Time. <laughs> Uh, on on Wednesdays and Sundays, so I uh, I tune in to that. That's that's my favorite one. I mean, I listen to four or five, but I just had you know you have you have to listen to that, especially the Thanksgiving episode. I I listen to it on repeat, honestly. What did, what did they talk about on the Thanksgiving episode this year? I mean, mostly how horrible a turkey is, and like oh, okay, and, and, and how corn can be a a, a good substitute, you know, uh, something, for turkey, something that people don't have to pretend to like, you know, like, uh, like turkey. You're the worst. <laughs> uh, this is from at Davis Maddock. He said, who is the slowest offensive skill position player you own in fantasy? Wow. Yeah. I, I saw that. And I, do, who do you, who, 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 it would have to be a tight end. Wow. I'm assuming someone like, like Heath Miller or Scott Chandler or something. I do have Heath Miller. On, on, I don't actually know if I own Scott Chandler though. I mean, Heath Miller is so slow. Oh, you know what? I own uh, as as uh, faithful listeners uh, of the show will note. I um, bid myself up to getting getting Peyton Manning in the two mugs league. Oh yeah, that's true. And so I own Peyton, so he has to be the slowest person in the league, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about quarterbacks. But wait, there's always Tom Brady. I don't have Brady, and he's clearly slower than Peyton. Yeah, I I do own Anquan Bolden. Oh, what are you talking about slow? Oh my god, <laughs> he's slow. Are you, I he's mean, slow. I mean, he's slow-ish. But he ran like a four-seven. But in like real life, he would be the fastest person we've ever seen do anything. Oh, that's that's definitely. I'm true. talking about like real life slow. You know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I uh, I would I would put a quarterback up there. Sean Hill. Sean Hill. I own Sean Hill. I I bet Sean Hill would smoke people. Yeah, I mean he's slow, but come on. All right, so Peyton Manning is is the one for me. I'll I'll just say Sean Hill then. Okay. This is from A Pfeiffer FF Adam Pfeiffer. Should I take a chance and stream a guy like Jimmy Graham or go with a safer Jared Cook? Oh my! <laughs> Zing! Hey hey Jimmy Graham's a streamer. <laughs> that is a good uh, one, Adam. Good one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, this is from our buddy Nathan Powell at. And pal FF, he said Rivers or Wilson. So Rivers gets the Broncos and Wilson gets the 49ers. God, I just, I hate going against the Broncos because they can always pull that crap that they did on, on, uh, on Kansas City and just, and just, just take the freaking air out of the ball. So you would play Russell Wilson over against San Fran over Phillip Rivers. I think I would. Yes. Yeah, I probably would. San Francisco's a mess. Derek Carr just threw like forty five touchdowns against them last week. <laughs> what does that even mean? It's like he scored Derek, like fifteen points. Derek, no, Derek Carr crushed them last week. Wait, really? Yeah, Derek oh Carr. My gosh, he did. Uh, yeah, I thought that you were just messing with me. 
No, Derek Carr was the 11th best quarterback last week. He scored 22.36 fantasy points. I mean, if you would have told me to play, you like you have to like cut off like a little part of your pinky finger <laughs> or play Derek Carr last week, I would have definitely chosen the former. Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, I mean, not like a Ronnie Lott situation where I'm like ripping off, you know, <laughs> right. half of my pinky. But I'm talking right. like a little like a little snip at the end of the pinky. I, I would do that. Yeah, like 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 you could still function. You'd be fine. I would be fine, and I wouldn't have had to deal with Derek Carr's. Oh wait, twenty two. And you points. you have you have plenty of frozen corn to to help it heal. And that goes without saying. Yeah, I could. I'm just picturing you now with half a pinky using frozen corn and making it better. <laughs> uh, Nathan Powell then asked, uh, Pokemon or Digimon? Uh, you're you're too old for this. I am too. I don't even know what those things are. I'm I'm too old for Digimon, but I'm not too old for Pokemon. Digimon. I don't even. What is I don't really know what that's about. Jeez, thanks. I don't. I, I'm not about that life. No, me neither. This is from Christopher Auger at Christopher underscore Auger. Stream Tampa Bay defense with Cam out. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not particularly bullish on Tampa's defense now. I mean, I, I've sort of jokingly said that Derek Anderson is an upgrade for Kelvin Benjamin. And, you mean for Cam Newton? Oh, for oh for Calvin. No, you're right. Yeah, I got you. And I, got you. I, I don't really. There's. I'm not really going to go back on that. So, I think that Tampa is just this. You know, if you were going to stream Tampa against Cam, for some reason, then you do it against Anderson. But they, it, that does not a big difference for me. Yeah, um, I I totally agree with you. I don't I don't really think that they're. I I would stream the Panthers. Yeah, against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't stream Tampa Bay. Um, the next one's from our buddy Matt Riddle at FF Riddle. He said a follow up to Davis's question: Who's the oldest guy on your teams? Well, it's Fred Jackson. Got to be. <laughs> yeah, it's got Fred Jackson's older than everyone, right? Fifty-two. Fifty-three. I think he just had his birthday. I mean, the weirdest thing is that he's older than Roger Goodell. Yeah, he's actually, uh, but he's still he's still uh, Brandon Whedon's son. <laughs> well, that, yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, this is from at MVD Merlin. He said, Derek Anderson or the Washington QB, please God help. All caps. Anderson, Anderson, Anderson. Yeah, Anderson. You cannot, you cannot play RG3. Just, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, this is, I don't think you're supposed to say RG3 because he said Washington quarterback. <laughs> so, he didn't want to hear you say that. So, yeah, I mean, that's, so RG3 has become the slur, I guess. For that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is at J underscore John 23. What kind of coffee does Jay Cutler drink? Hint rhymes with decaf. Ah, that's hey Uh, this is from at third down dot com. Uh, oh, cool advertising, bro. Uh, this is Matt Dolkin. He said, what are your opinions on Marcus Wilson? If Julio doesn't go, he needs to go Wilson, Keenan Allen, or Harry Douglas. I love I love Marcus Wilson and and Daly this week. I'm playing him literally in every lineup because he's a minimum priced. Yeah, I mean his his floor is terrifying, but his ceiling is really appealing. Yeah, I mean I'm not even that I'm really not even that afraid of using him. He has he has quite literally the best matchup imaginable. I know, but he's such like he's just like a you know like a nine route deep threat, right? I mean he's just yeah, but I I, I still I still think that it's it's worthwhile. But I I would go Keenan Allen in that in that situation. Yeah, I suppose. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a decent week. He he crushed Denver earlier this year. 
Um, this is at three bad men. He said, I'm terrified of starting AJ Green this week because he's playing, you know, Joe Hayden. Uh, if I take him out, Sammy and Martavis are my only options. Thoughts? Oh, no. I, 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 I think that you have to go. Wait, I know that Hayden is a terrible matchup. I mean, you can't tell that to T.Y. Hilton owners. Right. Uh, but, no, you go with Green. Yeah, totally. Uh, next one is at CTDog70. He said Cutler or Matt Ryan at quarterback. Uh, well, Ryan with Julio, but if not, then Cutler. Yeah, I'm with you. And then he says uh, Jordan Reed, Larry Don- uh, Larry Donald, or, or uh, Travis Kelsey. Oof. What do you think? Um, I'll go with Kelsey, actually. Yeah, me too. Against Oakland. Uh, this is a good one from uh, Justin Bailey at jbells underscore three. He has a couple of these. All right, so you have Kelsey Walker or Jordan Cameron, okay? Yeah. Stream one, run a 40 against one, go on a weekend, get away with one. <laughs> I'm going to stream Delaney Walker because he has a good matchup this week. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run against. This, so here's the deal. I'm gonna go on a weekend getaway with Travis Kelsey, because he's crazy. Because he's crazy. Like, how much fun would that be to have a weekend getaway? And I'm gonna basically I'm gonna run against Jordan Cameron because I don't care if I lose. Right. I mean, look at uh, those three guys. Any of those three guys could beat me running backwards. Okay. Yeah. In a right. forty. I mean, I could have a twenty yard head start. And and they and lose and they would lose and I would lose running with with them running backwards because remember, JJ, <laughs> they're still running backwards and you have a twenty yard start. I, I'm a dad. You are a dad. So you do run like a dad. I run like a damn dad. And uh, uh, so I I guess I go yeah I go <laughs> I go with that with that. I mean, uh, dude, a weekend getaway with Travis Kelsey would be awesome. It would, I would be. I have a feeling that I would end up in the hospital. One hundred percent. After more than three Miller Lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be drinking just Miller Light, Denny. What else is there? I don't even. Yeah, that's true. To you. <laughs> God, that stuff sucks. Uh, this is from at loot loot. Oh my God. Loot Jen. Uh, I just need to be confident. If I'm confident, then you have no idea yeah. what these handles say. No, do it, do it. Uh, three two 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 five. Uh, Crowell, Blunt, Jeremy Hill, Juwan Thompson. If Anderson can't go, I have a question about handles, Twitter handles that have like fourteen numbers. Did 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 you guys get frustrated and just hit the keyboard? <laughs> yeah, Wait. I think I think it just like it was cool whenever like instant messenger was yeah. a thing. Uh, I, okay, because because here's here's why I say that because I did that when I was twelve years old. I my first ever AOL screen name was Finn fifty three oh eight seven two one. Okay. What did the numbers represent? The numbers represented this. I tried I tried Dolphins thirteen, of course. Dolphins Damarillo's number. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure Dolphins thirteen. Dolphins wasn't thirteen. Taken. Then I tried, it was nineteen ninety five, okay? <laughs> you weren't even born. And whatever. And then I was like, okay, okay, it didn't work, didn't work. Dolphins thirteen thirteen. Uh Dolphins thirteen thirteen thirteen. Nope, nope, nope. Nothing worked. I tried Finn thirteen. This and that. Blah, blah, blah. Miami thirteen. Nothing worked. So I did F I N and I smacked the keyboard and and it came out fifty three zero eight seven two one and I just went with it. Nice. That's my story D- about that. Did Did anyone call you Finn? Uh, no. Unfortunately, I tried to make it. I tried to make it a thing, but no one did. Yeah, no one. You weren't cool enough to have that nickname. No, it was just Dennis. Yeah. 
Uh, so Crowell, Blunt, Hill, Juwan Thompson. So I let's just throw out Juwan Thompson, just assuming that Anderson goes. Crowell, Blunt, or Hill. I, I really like Blunt this week. Uh, the Dolphins are giving up a ton of rushing yards over the past three weeks and are particularly bad on the road throughout the, the entirety of 2014. I I think I'd go Blunt. Yeah, I could see it being a Blunt game as well. Yeah. Uh, this is from at N. Hoffenberg. He said, uh, who would you play in a PPR flex spot? Uh, Fred Jackson, Jarvis Landry, or Joyke Bell? That's a good question. Those are three interesting options this week. I wouldn't go Landry against that that secondary. No, but he is the slot guy. Yeah, I but I would I would much rather play it safe with because both Joyke and F Jacks have really good uh, yeah. matchups this week. Yeah, I guess Joyke. Yeah, I'd I'd uh, I might go F Jacks. I just I really like Fred Jackson this week. I think that he could have have a pretty big game, and and he has a. I mean, I'm such a I chase floors, dude. Yeah, if that's what that, that you're about that life. I'm a floor chaser. You are a floor chaser. That's uh, and that's what Fred Jackson is. That, that's the name of your first album, by the way. Yeah, floor chase. That was actually a band that I put together. It was just me, just me. It was a one one man band. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the stage, floor chaser. Yeah, exactly. And I just walked on the stage wearing a polo. And then you, yeah, you screamed about Fred Jackson. Yeah, it was screaming music for, for yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was just talking about Fred Jackson and Alex Smith. Landry, Landry, uh, if I still had the band, I'd probably scream about him. Oh yeah, no, you would definitely have a love ballad for, to Landry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the ballad. I, I did, I did have a, a couple love ballads. It's a good call. Pa- I'm sorry, power ballad, a power ballad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is from at thirddown.com again. He said, "Who has a higher floor slash ceiling between Titans D and Giants D?" Oh, uh, definitely the Giants on both accounts. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, same guy he said, if you and Denny were characters on the league, who would you guys be? I haven't watched that show in a really long time. Yeah, me either, because it sucks. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, your listeners. You probably you, I, That show sucks. I didn't want to say it, but, you know. I'm saying it. That show is so not good. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, I don't find it funny at all. Yeah, I mean. Probably because we take fantasy football way too seriously. Oh, yeah, no, because we're like, huh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you guys are stupid. Yeah, I've just never, I never got it. It's not really my humor, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know who I am. I'm probably, I'm probably the married guy. <laughs> Sweet, Daddy. I don't know. I mean, don't, you know, Wait, the married guy. I, I love that you're just, you don't want to leave this guy hanging, so you're just throwing I'm some sorry. BS I just, out there. I, I feel bad. This is a, you know, he thought that this would be a, a really nice, a solid question. And, and, you know, on the surface, it is. It's just that we both hate the show. Yeah, just so happens that we both hate the show. Uh, this is from at James underscore Gordy. Matt Ryan or Johnny football this weekend? So let's let's. I, I know that you would say Matt Ryan if Julio plays. What if what if Julio doesn't play? Uh, the, then Manziel. I mean, Julio's the difference. Yeah, you might be right. The Steeler. Oh my god, dude! The Steelers secondary has been so bad. Like the last like four or five weeks, they've given up the top nine quarterback performance. Wow. Like it's been really bad. I'd still probably go Johnny if if Julio doesn't play. Um. Rams or Chiefs defense this week? I think that you tweeted about this. Yeah, last night. If you guys want to check it out, I just I sort of had a uh, come to Alex Smith moment where, uh, get it, Jesus, uh, and where I I got I got you. decided to uh, uh, to go with KC over St. Louis because, as you'll see from some of the tweets I sent out, 
the Cardinals are a, a horrible matchup for opposing defenses, no matter home, away, Drew Stanton, Carson Palmer, whoever whoever else is quarterback the team this year. They are a bad matchup objectively. I know the Rams are white hot. I know that they they are saving seasons and, and winning playoff games, and and you have a lot of affection for the Rams' defense right now. I do too. I've used them in, in, in a couple leagues uh, for the past three weeks, and they've paid off uh, beautifully. Um, but I we seek sacks and we seek turnovers, and those are two things that the Cardinals have not given up this year. So I am going with Kansas City at home against Oakland, and I, I don't I do not care what happened two or three weeks ago at Oakland. It that doesn't matter to me. I think the Chiefs are the play. Yeah, it's really interesting you brought it up, and I I started looking at it as well. Whenever you did. They've only given up one double-digit performance to defenses this year to a defense this year, and it was against Seattle. At Seattle, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, most the majority of the of the defenses against finish in the twenties. Yeah, um, a twentieth ranked, you know. Um, only two, only two defenses have ranked higher than fourteenth in a given week. Wow, that was Dallas. Dallas was seventh, but it was only because there was it was filled with bye weeks that week, so. It was easier to finish high. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, Chiefs D. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, the next question is from at Trobes27. He has two of them. Ryan Rivers or Tannehill? I'd go Ryan. Yeah, me too. Uh, Forte, Le'Veon Bell, or CJ Anderson? Holy crap. Uh, I'd bench CJ there. Forte, Le'Veon. Yeah, I guess. You have Forte, Forte and Le'Veon are, are the two best running back options this week. Le'Veon's one, and I'd put Forte too. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is at Fade to Zach Ingram, Lacey, F. Jax, Heron, Ryan Matthews, Latavius, Jeremy Hill. Holy God. Can I just give this to you? Yeah. Uh, I got to pick three. I would. It's a half point PPR. I would go with Latavius. Lacey and Fred Jackson. I can't trust the Saints right now. No, no, no. Uh, next one's from the same fade to Zach. He said Josh Gordon, Des Bryant, or Kelvin. Pick two. I mean, Gordon for sure. Gordon and Des, I, I would say. Yeah. This is at Bitter Packers fan, uh, Daniel Lindsay. He said, start Ben or Eli this week. Uh, whew. I'd go. I'd go with Roethlisberger. I would go with Eli if he's fully healthy. If he has like a back thing, like you know, there were some reports today. If if that limits him or keeps him out of practice for an uncomfortable amount of time, then yeah, go go Roethlisberger. But for me, in a, in a vacuum with no injury, I'm going Eli there. I just I can't. I don't know. I feel like Roth. I mean, this is you know, Homerism aside. Uh, you know, Ben's only bad per- – he, he's ranked 13th – like, listen to these rankings since week 7. 1-1 one, – one, or, sorry, 11-1-1, one, one, 13-22, which was against the Jets, 6-4. and four. He's been he's been unbelievable. That is unbelievable, wow. And the, the Falcons' defense is – I don't know. I would, I would just go with Ben. But you take more chances than I do. Um, but that's not – yeah, that's, that's good. I might change my mind on that. But, yeah, I mean, that Washington – The Washington secondary is terrible. It's just horrendous. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Phillip Rivers? Fitz. Yeah. I'd probably go Rivers, actually. If Vontae Davis is out, I'll go Fitz. 
Uh, Heron or Pierre Thomas? I would go Heron. Oh, yeah, Heron, yeah. And then pick two. Uh, Mike Evans, Jordan Matthews, Martavis Bryant, Marquise Lee, Jordan Cameron. Go ahead. I'd go Mike Evans and probably Cameron. Uh, this is from at Shakar Manor. He said, I think I messed this handle up before. Semi-finals, exclamation point, exclamation point. And I got a Q. Rank these QBs for week 15. Eli, Ben, Cutler, Rivers. <sighs> I think I think I got I think I got this. Okay. I think it would be Cutler, Ben, Eli, Rivers. For me it would be Eli Cutler. I'm sorry, Eli Eli Ben Cutler Rivers. Okay, fair. Uh this is at Steve Smith Beta. Uh week sixteen defenses. Titans or Jaguars? Game at Jacksonville. Uh uh Jags. Okay. Uh, this is at Beaver BKR. Two questions: F. Jax, Roddy, or Martavis? Yeah. Choose one. Roddy or Martavis? I mean, Roddy will be a target hog if Julio or or Fred Jackson too in that group. I mean, you're going you're going F. Jax. Right. Heck yeah, I'm going F. Jax. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. If Julio sits, Harry Douglas, F. Jax. Okay, we'll still. I I would still go F. Jax, right? Yeah. Um. At fade to Zach, Witten, uh, Donald, or Cameron, who would you start? Uh, uh, Cameron, for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, Cutler, Sanchez, Sanchez, and Eli, rank them. Uh, that's that's really, tough. That is- that's a really tough question. I would put Cutler above the two. I like Cutler this week. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm hedge. I hedge a little bit on Cutler. It, it really, I couldn't blame anybody for playing Cutler there, but for me, it's Eli, Cutler, Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, at Tendoshi, missed out on Manziel, stuck with Alex Smith in the playoffs, has my life hit rock bottom. I mean, you've had a really good life if that's rock bottom, but... Yeah, I mean, you're not eating corn in your living room with, with tidy whities on. <laughs> Which, there's nothing really wrong with that if you, <laughs> if you think about it long enough, but yeah. Oh. Uh, the next one is at Dave Betts 10 do you trust either Blunt or Steven Jackson this week? Yeah, I mean, I, I look, uh, Blunt has 43 carries in three games. Yeah, I would totally go Blunt over Jackson. Both yeah. good matchups, though. Uh, at Oliver Severios, he said, uh, Severios, that's what it was, because it's like Cheerios. Severios, there you go. maybe. Wilson, Sanchez, or Manziel in a six-point uh, touchdown league? Oh my gosh. That's so hard. I'd go, I might go Sanchez there. Me too. Yeah, no, I said it. I said Eli and Sanchez are greater than Manziel. Yeah. Uh, next one's at the real Kurt. He said expectations for Pat's defense this weekend in te- in terms of upside or floor. Like, how do you, how would you put them? Like with the Titans and the Jets, he says. Yeah. I I like the Pat's D. I mean the Dolphins. Let's see the Dolphins. Uh, they've given up a three double-digit performances this year to opposing defenses. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not bad. I think they'll be a top-12 play for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would just I would take the pads over them. Um, this is from at Bob Mihalik. He asked if you should play Cutler, Sanchez, or Manziel. Man, there's a lot of the same kind of questions. I, I would play, again, I would play Cutler. I'm sure you'd play Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, pick one for flex, uh, Roddy White, Kenny Stills, or Martavis Bryant? I, mean, I think you have to go Roddy. Yeah, I mean, these questions with Martavis, I mean, he's such a home run hitter, you know. Yeah. It's it's just very hard to to say, yes, I think that he's going to catch that 65-yard touchdown. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That pass by Roethlisberger last week, oh Ooh, boy. Oh, so money. Oh. Um, this is from at Fitz843, uh, same one who asked the last question. Matt Ryan over Eli this week. So, yeah, it's going to depend on Julio, right? Right. Uh at frivolously LTS, JFF or Jesus Smith? It's not Jesus anymore. I go Johnny easily. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Titans or Lions defense? Uh, Lions. Yeah, I would. And then he also said, really enjoyed the show this year. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, this is from our buddy Sal. Uh, at 2QB FFB, Alex Smith or Derek Anderson? Uh, Anderson. Yeah, kind of in the same tier for me, so I'm not against... Uh, I'll, I'll just go with Denny there. Um, this is at Fade to Zach. Broader question, in late-round QB strategy, are you waiting to a certain point or just trying to be the last to draft a quarterback? We'll get into that uh, in the offseason a lot, uh, since I'm sure you're not drafting a team tomorrow, Zach. Uh, but generally speaking, it's it's not it's not a game of chicken. That's not the, the idea. Yeah, no, I, I'm not being smart, but I would suggest that uh, you know, if if you have a question like that, you should definitely buy uh, uh, JJ's books and uh, read through them because uh, he addresses that in a lot of detail. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get into it in that article I have on late round QB, but I don't necessarily talk about actionable draft strategy. I basically just say this is why you should draft your quarterback late. Yeah. Uh, but the the psychology behind it, you know, you, it, it's not just about waiting and to be the last person. You have to you have to be smart about it. Yeah. Um, this is at last Jedi on Earth. The last Jedi on Earth is is letting us or is asking a streaming question. He's listening to our damn show. That's amazing. Amazing. Uh, and he has the one last question. I got Romo and Cutler going in my two league semis. Can I trust them to perform? I mean, <laughs> they both yes. have they both have fantastic matchups. If that's what the question is, yeah. I think people are turned off by Romo because of the last time they played the Eagles, but I'm not. I'm not really that turned off. But that was a that was on on short rest, right? And I'm hoping that that's the difference. Yeah, you know. Um, this one's from at Mike Bory. He said, "Better Degaff City than Shy, because Shy Chicago. You have Jay Cutler, Patrick Kane. Got a got a lot of lot of uh, of Degaffers. Who's is, is, is Chicago? Huh? Who's Patrick Kane?" He's he's an NHLer, Denny. Oh, okay. I'll take your word. He's kind of he's kind of a, a D gaffer. He's he's he uh he got in some trouble for like some I think he like punched a taxi driver or something. Oh wow, that is a D gaff move. Wow. Yeah, and he's he's got sweet hair, uh nice. sweet D gaff hair. Yeah. He he's definitely a D gaffer. Chicago might be it. Maybe. Just because the the king of all D gaffs is there. So this is, this um, is hockey. I'll check it well, out. Well, speaking speaking of king of all degaffs, I'm not even kidding. The next question from at one the fool Gemini. He said, "King degaff or Romo this week?" Oh, unreal. Yeah, I would go. Uh, <laughs> would you go Cutler over Romo? I'm I, pretty high on Cutler, man. You, oof, yes, you are. But I, yes, I would go Cutler. Yeah. Man, that's scary that I'm this high on Cutler. I know. I know. Monday night could be a disaster. Yeah, it's gonna be really bad. Uh, this is at rare Keith. Um, not the, not the common Keith. Uh, he said, <laughs> Eli, 
is that should I think that's what the show should be called? Week fifteen streaming in Common Keith. In, in Common Keith, yeah. We we do not want Common Keith. We want it's rare Keith or bust. Yeah, week fifteen streaming or, or rare Keith or, and or bust. At, and that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> God, I just had a stroke. Uh, Eli Manning or Jay Cutler? You're gonna say Eli, right? No, you might not. Wait, yes, I have Eli over over Cuddy. Okay, I don't. At P Bonds, he said, need a streaming QB between Orton, McCoy, Alex Smith, McCown, or McCoy. Oh, so LaShawn McCoy is also the quarterback streamer this week. Can you just can you just answer that? Uh Orton. Okay. This is at J Bells underscore three. This is probably the best question that we're gonna answer in this podcast. And this is actually probably what's going to spawn the title of the podcast. Stafford, Cutler, and Manziel. You have to square dance with one, take one, take one to brunch, and pick one to help put up Christmas lights. That it. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. The brunch thing is out for Manziel because he's never awake before noon. That's a great point. Okay. Because he he wakes up he wakes up drunk at one thirty in the afternoon. Doesn't Cutler too? Uh, I would say probably probably not now because he's just like an old guy who's yeah just, he's like married and stuff yeah now. he's just like he has kids he's just going through the motions of being alive. Uh, yeah. Oh man, but he would be miserable at brunch. You think? Oh yeah, you're probably right. Like he would be the wor- like Jay Cutler would be the worst person to be dining with, and like he would treat. I bet you he treats waitresses like crap. Oh, yeah, he definitely snaps. He definitely yeah. snaps, and 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 he definitely smokes. And they're like, you can't smoke in here, sir. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get. I don't. I degaff. I degaff. Yeah, right. You just keep smoking. He's the one guy who just like like he's sitting at the table and like the food's not there yet and he's like looking around and he he all he does is he keeps asking where the food is and and uh, yeah and sighing heavily Ugh. yeah all the time all the time and then he and then he's 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 looking at the clock and he's just like he's looking at his phone he doesn't understand what like you can't go to brunch with Jay Cutler so i guess yeah. brunch is Matthew Stafford yeah, he, yeah, he, I mean, he, you know, he can eat. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. So you have to square dance now with either Jay Cutler or Johnny Manziel. My God, I, I would personally square dance with Johnny Manziel. Yes, I would too, because he's he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy, obviously. Right. Like Jay Cutler would also complain about square dancing. I don't know if I would uh, 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 square dance with Manziel before or after the cocaine, but it would. <laughs> Uh, you know, probably before. I just don't know if I could keep up. Yeah. So, th- then that means that we're going to be putting up Christmas lights with John- with uh, Jay Cutler. And and I think that this I, th- I I think that this makes a lot of sense here because, you know, putting up Christmas lights in the right atmosphere can be kind of a life affirming thing. You know, and you yeah. can be like, hey Jay, isn't it isn't it nice to you know to be alive today yeah yeah like uh, jay put on put on this santa hat and have fun with me yeah have have fun take the cigarette take the four cigarettes out of your mouth <laughs> for a second you know only you don't you don't know how to smoke four smoke three at a time <laughs> right and, right this is like tis the season jay yeah. like smile just be happy and joyous because this is christmas time and maybe he would be like uh fine ugh. yeah and but the other thing too is those those here's the real key to this though is that those two other activities? You basically need a person because you're taking someone to brunch, and you're you need a square dance with another person. Yeah. You can you can like Jay Cutler might degaff himself to the sidewalk and just sit on the ground while you hang Christmas lights while he's smoking six packs of cigarettes. 
he might he might do that it, like and he's sitting Indian style while he's doing that. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, like like hunched over. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's exactly yeah. Backwards hat on and his his head's down. And and he's like, oh, you you can't reach that spot with the lights. I know a tall guy, and he calls you. Hey, Alshon, Alshon. Yeah, right. And then and then when cars drive by and they're going too fast in the neighborhood, he he screams at them. It, right, <laughs> definitely. He def- definitely screams at them. He definitely screams at them. And then if he's fifteen yards away, he can't hit them with the football. But if they're eighty, <laughs> if they're eighty yards away, he hits them square on. He hits them perfectly. He hits them perfectly. Yeah, that's a good call. All right, we figured it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is from at Bel Air Eric. He said. What is CD Carter's uh, hair product of choice? Does he blow dry it daily? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Do you use Crew, Denny? Uh, yeah, the the uh, Crew. Uh, I forget the. I always forget what it's called. Like, the, is it the blue one? Yeah, it's the blue Crew. Yeah, I I actually have that. I mean, I I I have that as well. Yeah, but I don't. You know, the the, the key is can't use too much because then you just look like a greasy greasy haired mess. Uh, and you have to start in the middle of the hair in order to space it out evenly. Yeah, makes sense. So makes a lot of sense. And as, this... far, as far as the blow drying goes, yes. Okay, yes. Boom. We have our answer. I can't even tell you the last time I blow dried my hair. Oh my god! Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just be like this huge fro for you? I work. Well, I, you work from home now too. <laughs> no, no. What are you? No, I'm saying, wouldn't your hair just be like blown out? No. Don't you have like thick big thick hair? No? I do have big thick hair, but I I I dry it well enough that it just it sits nicely. Cuz see I I I have the opposite kind of hair. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay, I got you. You have you have your son's hair. Yeah, yeah. It's just it it, it would be literally all over the place if I didn't do what I do. I got you. Uh this is at John Boyd 11. Need a wide receiver and a flex. Uh, Josh Gordon, Kelvin Benjamin, and Ryan Matthews. I would start the first two. Yeah. What day is your trash picked up? <laughs> I saw that. That's really that's that's a good. What day is what day is yours? Uh, Tuesday and Friday. Okay. I live in a in a pretty big apartment complex, like close to downtown, like right here in downtown Charlotte. So we have a trash chute, and I don't have to deal with that. So I have no idea. I have to uh, uh, walk through the mud. Uh, get our trash can, walk back through the mud, get it down to the uh, uh, curb, make sure it doesn't tip over because the wheel is wonky. Yes, that's my life. Yeah. Man. But you have nice hair doing it. I mean, it, if it's not windy, sure. Yeah. This is at Tweetin underscore... We have like ten, five to ten left. We'll go, we'll, we'll go through them quickly. At Tweetin underscore TG. I can keep two players and lose the ADP of each player. Who do I... Oh, we have keeper questions, ladies and gentlemen. Who do I keep? Kelvin, Mike Evans, Jeremy Hill, Antonio Brown. Um, so it's the I, it's which eighty. I, I I guess you would want to keep just given their value. Probably definitely Mike Evans. And and probably, I mean probably Kelvin. I don't know. Yeah, probably Kelvin. We'll just say. All right, this is at poop poop poetry. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, oh, re- replacing toilet paper rolls. Do you go over or under? Oh, you already know this about me. Do I? Yeah, remember Melissa tweeted that picture that hate. Oh people? yeah, you're so bad. Why would you ever do that? It's oh, I go over. No. No. Wait. What do you do? No, you. No, you go. You go under, don't you? I do whatever the opposite of most people. Yeah, isn't that under? I don't see. I don't even pay attention. Who pays attention? Yes, I, I go under. Attention. I go under. You go under because you have to like loop your arm around to get that. 
It's the worst. Loop your arm around? What kind of... Yeah, you gotta be like Stretch Armstrong and wipe your butt. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. All right, at Peter underscore Dantes. He said, do I... That's not even how you pronounce that. Do I I hop back on the McCown train if Cam and Eli can't go or look limited this week? No, we gave gave other streaming options. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is at Super Do- Super DG. He said Stafford or Eli. Oh, the opponent has Calvin as well. Uh, I try not to let that affect my. Yeah, same with me. I mean, I would I would play Staff. Uh, I would I think I would still play Stafford. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is from at Aaron Berger. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Ah, oh, you you can go first. Uh, my dad is is Richard. He's he he's great. Richard Zacharyson. He's going to be retiring in a second. Uh, he's he's a great a great guy. Phenomenal guy. How about you? Uh well, uh, and my dad's been in the energy business his whole his whole career. He so uh, my dad's name is Craig, like mine. Uh, I am not a junior, however, and uh, he has been in the car business for almost 40 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, Man, our dads combined can make energy efficient cars. I and and my dad drives a Prius. Wow. So I think that I think that we have we have something we have something cooking here. And they're and they my dad actually my dad doesn't run like a dad. My dad's a great runner. Oh my god, my dad runs like a dad. Oh man. Listen, my dad's been running like a dad since the Re- first Reagan administration. I swear. I, I, we have VHS tapes of him playing tennis back in the day, like like in the early eighties. Yeah, I mean it is it's it looks like Jason Witten running around a, a nice, a thing. nice. But, but he hustled. He, and I I wrote about this in my first book. At, even in his mid fifties, oh yeah, he was I remember crushing this. me in tennis, crushing me. Okay, and but he barely ever ran. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's who he is. He had the he had the arms going and the fist pumping like up to his forehead when he ran. Oh yeah, no, and and uh, and he does. He always uh, when he runs, he does the Jordan tongue thing. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. he has Jordan Jordan tongue, and he's and he's just like this this short squat white guy. It's very funny. Nice, very good. Uh, this is at Shafe underscore Neck. He said, "Hey guys, please pick three to start: Kelvin, Ingram, Rashad Jennings, Latavius, or Heron." I'd play Latavius, Kelvin, and Rashad if he looks a hundred percent. Yeah, sure. Uh, two more questions, Denny. Uh, this is at Ball is Tim. Uh, he said Brady or Sanchez for Week 15. I'm going Brady. Sanchez. Wow. Uh, at Leo Kaliski, sit one. Demarco, Foster, McCoy, Jordy, Alshon, AJ Green. Sheesh. I'd go. I'd sit AJ Green. 14 T league. 12 team league. I swear he says. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think AJ Green's the sit. I guess, yeah. All right, that's it. That's all the questions. It only took us sixteen hours to get through this week. <sighs> wow, not bad. I love, all right, thank you everyone for the questions. Yes, yeah, and and I, you know, we only have one more real week of this, pretty much. So we're, you know, we're gonna miss it. Absolutely, it's not gonna be the same. Uh, where can everyone find you, Denny? Uh, at CD Carter 13 on Twitter, and uh, you can find the streaming scores at thefakefootball.com. Quarterback streaming piece uh, every week on 4for4.com. Awesome. I'm JJ Zacharyson. Find me 
over at numberfire.com and on the Twitter at late round QB. Um, and that, that does it. Let's go get some weak 15 milkshakes. The best kind. Yeah. The best kind of milkshakes. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully you made it this far into the podcast and we'll catch you in week 16. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you for listening to live in the stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the teams.